Hello there, this is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. All right, well, let's get into more trouble. Why not? Let's do it. If, you, if you've been following the channel uh, and if you watch uh, on YouTube, uh, then you see I've made some comments about the trucker convoy and things like that. And uh, to be honest, I actually got a lot more support on that than I thought I would. I, I knew it would be very contentious, and a lot of people in the comments are, uh, are pushing back and all of that. And I appreciate all of those comments. I've tried to respond to a good portion of them. Um, and I'm going to continue to talk about the trucker convoy at some point. Um, in fact, I have a conference coming up, and I'm going to put the link to that conference in this uh, in this video. And uh, it's in Texas, in the Austin, Texas area, and it's a free conference, m- March 10th through 13th. John Harris will be there. Joel Webin will be there. So if you want to know more about my opinions on Christian protest and why I don't believe that the trucker convoy was something that should have been participated in, or supported by Christians, um, please uh, go ahead and, and sign up for that. I'm actually, I'll probably also record a video of the speech that I'm planning on giving, and I'll release it the same day, most likely. We'll see how that goes. But in any case, let's get into more trouble. I, why not? Let's just wade into the waters of geopolitics and talk about Russia and Ukraine. Now, uh, I'm going to admit at on the front two things. Number one, I don't really know a whole lot about geopolitics in general. And number two, um, I am anti-war. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm anti-war and I'm not ashamed of that. Um, and I'm very different from being a pacifist. I mean, I think that obviously there are sometimes that war is uh, 100% appropriate and necessary and a Christian man should be ready to take up arms if that is the right thing to do. And in order to take up arms, you have to have arms, right? And I do think that Christian men, as part of their preparations for, you know, the Great Reset and all the insanity that's happening, uh, you should get yourself a gun and you should get yourself ammunition and you should get yourself uh, other kinds of protections, maybe even body armor, things like that, um, in case things really kind of take a a terrible turn here. Um, So I'm not a pacifist, but I'm anti-war in almost every case. Let me read to you a very, very good gab post from Brian. Because if if anyone's going to get in trouble with me, I'd like it to be Brian. Is it Sove? Sove? Suave? I don't know. But uh, but Brian, he uh, he caused quite a dust up on Twitter a few weeks ago, and I agree with this gab completely. Let me just read it to you because he's just said it perfectly. Here's what Brian says. He says war is almost always a racket designed to make rich and powerful people richer and more powerful. Increase the size of tyrannical governments and otherwise glory in death. God will judge the bloodthirsty. A Christian view of war ought to start with hatred of it. If war is necessary, and sometimes it is, we should think about it as Tolkien did through the mouth of Faramir in the Two Towers. Quote, I do not love the bright sword for its sharpness, nor the arrow for its swiftness, nor the warrior for his glory. I love only that which they defend, end quote. None of this is contrary to the fact that when a godly man goes to war, it ought to be an awesome and terrible thing. Quote, these are the words of God. 
Blessed be the Lord my strength, with teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. We're not living in a make-believe world. Sometimes death will have to be dealt out, and then it ought to be done swiftly and with skill by godly warriors. But most often, the gods of the state are just trying to manipulate us to feed our sons into their charnel house. Brian, why? Why do this to me? I'm a simple man. I went to public school. I don't know what charnel house means. I could probably figure it out in the context, but feed our sons into their charnel house to swell their own evil empires. God save us. Amen. Uh, I mean, that, well said, Brian. I completely agree with that. I hate war and I am against war, but sometimes, obviously, war is necessary. However, that, those times in our past have been rare. They've been the exception to the rule as opposed to the rule. Most wars, and especially modern wars, are not something that we should involve ourselves in. You know, I was talking to my brother the other day, and if they, I asked him, like, what would you do if they you know, extended the draft and they wanted to send you to Ukraine or, or China or wherever it was they wanted to send you? The answer, I wouldn't go. There's just no way. I, I'm not participating in your nonsense wars. Obviously not. Uh, would I defend my own land? Yeah, absolutely. Of course I would, and I'm ready to do it, and I'd be glad to do it, right? Obviously, there'd be anxiety. I'm not saying I would be fearless, uh, but I would do it. It would be a necessary thing and, and all of that. So in any case, in any case, so, so that's my stance. I think that's a great starting point for any Christian when they're thinking about war. And, um, and, and so I, I'm not for, you know, Russia, you know, doing their peacekeeping operation in the Ukraine, which, which, by the way, you might not know, but that's how they're framing it. It's a peacekeeping operation. And so they've entered territories in Ukraine that, uh, in their opinion, there's been an unjustified bloodbath going on perpetrated by the Ukrainians and NATO and uh, the United States, you know, puppet armies and things like that. And so they're saying, look, we got to go in and we got to start distributing some peace. And they're distributing peace with rockets and and tanks and soldiers and, you know, and they're threatening hypersonic missiles. And then they're just going to met out some peace, right? And it's like, all right, well, I'm not really for that. I'm not really for that. And do I know uh, if their take on the situation is the right take? Like, like for example, um, on Gab, this is an interesting one. Matt Truella shared this Russia Today uh, artic- uh, article about their claims about what Moscow claims has been going on in Ukraine. They claim it's been a bloodbath. They claim that the Ukrainian army has been, you know, uh, ratcheting up their 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 uh, their weapons purchases in order to wage war on their own citizens and all of that. For the last eight years, they're claiming this has been going on, and so now they're going to go in and they're going to start handing out peace with rocket launchers and and guns and weapons and things like that. So anyway, that's what this. Art- Interestingly, though, I clicked this article. I couldn't. It, it, like it wouldn't, it wouldn't let me go to it, which is interesting. I, I don't think Russia today is blocked in the United States, but there was some issue with me seeing this article. I clicked on my VPN, pretended I was in Saudi Arabia, and I was able to see it instantly, which is very weird. I don't know what it means. I'm not a tech guy, whatever. But this is the claim of Russia. They're meting out some peacekeeping, right? Now, am I saying that that's legitimate? Am I saying that their their claims are legitimate there? I don't know. But I do know that, you know, meting out peacekeeping, you know, like that 
is not something that I support, but it's something that Americans do all the time. You know, we, we, we start metting out peacekeeping with you know, drone attacks and missiles and, 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 and rocket launchers and tanks and things like that like more than anybody else does, right? And so I'm in, not in support of that either, and so I'm not in support of Russia you know, pretending they're metting out peace with weapons um, any more than I am in support of us doing that, which you know, Donald Trump has done engaged in some of that. You know, every president recently engages in that kind of peacekeeping. I'm not for it, right? And I'm not for um, that kind of uh, that kind of style where it's like, well, you see, it's really it's def- this is this is the excuse, right? This is the excuse that everybody uses. It's for defense, right? So we got to go and attack these people. I know it looks like it's offensive, but it's really it's for defense because you know I'm I feel threatened. I feel threatened by you. It reminds me of that uh, that Dave Chappelle sketch where uh, where Lysol the uh, the ex the ex con I think stabs. The, uh, the white guy's father, and he says it's because he didn't feel, I don't feel safe, dog. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. It's like, yeah, it's a clear, clearly you attacked me, but you're telling me it's because you feel threatened. Now, do I, do I question that, that Russia feels threatened? No, I bet you they do feel threatened. But again, that doesn't make it instantly a defensive uh, uh, attack when you're on the offense, right? So, uh, listen, I'm used to the semantics and the propaganda. You know, Russia today dot com is a propaganda site and i've read russia today for quite some time i also read al jazeera because i understand that they're propaganda but i need to sort of i need some way to sort of mitigate the american propaganda that i get which by the way the american propaganda has been laid on thick when it comes to this conflict here is a so before i actually get into the the tweets and the uh, the articles one thing i did recognize right off the bat when all this was starting to bubble up is that there has been a lot of effort uh, in the media ever since I was a little kid to get me to be very scared of Russians, right? People want me to hate Russians. People want me to consider Russians the enemy and all of that. That's been going on since I was a little kid and used to watch G.I. Joe, right? Like a lot of effort in media in movies and novels and things like that has been put into getting me to fear Russians. And so when when you know that that's happened, I think that that's probably a big warning sign that you know you should probably just pause a second before you start taking signs and things like that. But anyway, I started to see this kind of thing on Twitter. Move it over here. Ugh, I'm horrible at moving this stuff over. Here we go. Here's Russell Moore. Russell reliable Russell Moore. And then he puts the little flag. Now, um, th- am I saying that there's anything here that he's saying that's that's 100% wrong? No. Like I said, I don't know a whole lot about the situation, right? But but this 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 tweet. I mean, it's only one. It's two sentences, three sentences. I'm sorry, I can't even read. It's three sentences before the you know the slogan "God Save Ukraine," which is fine. But the three sentences, there's, they're, they're chock full of loaded terms, propaganda terms. I mean, it has it all. He's a murderer. He's a tyrant. 
He's an abuser. He, he, he abuses religious minorities. He even abuses evangelical Christians. The orphan. He's an abuser of the orphan. And then, of course, he loads it in the neighbor. You know, neighbor. he wants you to think of loving your neighbor. A democracy. I mean, God save democracy. As if democracy is some kind of moral imperative for everybody, right? He attacked a democracy. How dare he? And a friend of the USA. And so the whole idea here is to chalk this this tweet is chock full of of words that are intended to get you all riled up to elicit emotions in you right he's a murderer he's a tyrant and i've seen some over the top stuff russell moore's tweet you know it's not as over the top as some things i've seen the first article i read on the whole thing i mean it was it was crazy like the amount of adjectives and descriptors that they were using that were so over the top it was like putin the bloodthirsty evil tyrant of all time uh, he did this and it's like did you really need that string of of insults right before it like i, I get it you don't like him that's fine but like eh, it's not really a news article that's <laughs> you know what i mean anyway so chock full of propaganda terms and all of it is intended to get you all riled up about a situation which, quite frankly, let's be honest, very few of us actually know what the situation is, right? Uh, because if you if you ask the typical person who is all riled up about this, do they have any idea what's happened in Ukraine the last 10 years, right? Probably very few people do. Probably people are looking into it now, which is good. But that's not the point of Russell Moore's tweet. He's just trying to elicit emotions in you to get you to respond a certain type of way. And so that gets me thinking, right? Why all the propaganda? Now, here's Daniel Darling, just to kind of add a little bit to it. Now, Daniel Darling's feed has been full of propaganda, right? And here's what Daniel Darling says. And this got me thinking as well, right? He says, I'm glad to see that for the most part, Republican elected officials and Democratic elect elected officials are united in opposing Putin. There are some expectation, exceptions in loud media voices saying some unhelpful things. But for those in power, glad to see a united front. And again, like this got me thinking. It's like, yeah, that is true. You know, all the official kind of establishment politicians are all saying the same stuff. That's interesting. That's it. That gets me thinking about this. Why is that, right? Is this really that clear cut? It's really not that clear cut to me, but certainly seems like everyone is saying it's totally clear cut. Let's go to war. The, the war drums are beating right now, and you really need to pay attention to that because um, that's not something Christians should get themselves involved in. Because we got to, even going back to the Russell Moore tweet, He's calling this guy a tyrant and, a, and an, an evil. He abuses Christians and stuff like that. All of this on the heels of Canada exposing full-fledged tyranny, right? All of this on the heels of Canada arresting Christians for having church. Like, all of this on the heels of COVID tyranny. And now, bro, Russell Moore is like, oh, no, he's a murderer and a tyrant. And it's like, you have no moral high ground here. Like, I, I, I'm, I, I'm. Listen, say what you want. You have every right to say what you want on Twitter, right? Well, I guess as long as it's approved, <laughs> you can say what you want. But like, you actually don't have moral high ground here because, um, yeah, I'm sure Putin's a bad guy, but you know, there's lots of stuff that's happened in your own backyard that you should probably be focused on. But no, you're in support of that stuff. 
which is just so mind-boggling to me. By the way, like every time somebody puts like the flag of another nation in their own profile, this is this this again, this gets me thinking. Here's Cosper. Of course, he's on message too. Mike Cos Mike Cosper. He's on message. He's so reliable. He knows all about the situation and he's falling on the side of the Ukraine, right? And so of course, he's got the little flags here. You can see them. Any time that, that, that you have this kind of ment- – how many times have we seen this in the mainstream media? How many times have we seen this uh, amongst big EVA leaders where they jump on board with the, with the next thing? They, put, they change their profile pic. I'm surprised people haven't done that yet where their profile pic now becomes the Ukrainian flag. Like, like every, and every time they do it, they're on the wrong side of the issue, whether it's Black Lives Matter, whether it's – like anyway, anyway. So all that to say, this is the kind of stuff that gets me wondering. It certainly seems to be hitting all of the propaganda normie stuff that happens for every issue that they're wrong about. They're wrong about Black Lives Matter. They're wrong about all this stuff. And it's hitting every note, right? And then you get to Drudge Report. I mean, and this about seals it for me. This is this about seals it for me. Like it hits every note, every note that 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 normies have been trained to respond to. They don't want to be called the Nazi. You're literally Hitler. Look, guys, they were calling Trump literally Hitler just a few days ago. But now it's now it's Putin. So so again, I'm not saying I'm falling on the side of, hey, you should invade because I'm against that. I've already said I'm against invading another country for peacekeeping missions the way the United States does all the time. I'm against it when the U.S. does it, so I'm definitely against it when Russia does it. But are we, this is where we're at. He's Hitler now. Guys, you don't, you don't see this? Is, this? is this not suspicious to you that every strategy that's used for every horrible take that all of these people usually have, whether it's, you know, think of the children and the orphans and the neighbor and the democracy, or or you're literally Hitler or the little flags in the thing. Look, look, I'm not saying Ukraine deserved it. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not saying they don't have the right to defend themselves because that's the kind of war, actually, that a Christian can participate in, where you're defending yourself. But... Doesn't this make does this make anyone else suspicious? This is what's on Drudge Report today. It's the same strategy. They're just use, they're using it on someone else. This is the strategy they used against Trump. He was the Fuhrer. He was Fuhrer. Two thousand and uh, well, what when did he get elected? Two thousand sixteen. It's like you you have no moral high ground. Like, yeah, I'm sure Vladimir Putin is a murderer. I mean, there's there's a reason why the worst amongst us usually makes it to the top of the heap, right? That's there's a reason for that, because it takes some it takes a bad dude to get there. I'm not defending him. What I'm saying is, you have no right to even talk about this. We we engage in peacekeeping all over the place all the time. In fact, we're still doing it. And so now Putin wants to engage in a little peacekeeping of his own, and all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute, hold on a second. And by the way, of course, the solution is to go to war, right? And see, that's where the scam, that's where the trap is sprung, right? Because whether or not what's happening in Ukraine is what they're telling us it is, we should mind our own freaking business. 
It's just that simple. It's just that simple. We're Americans. We can pray for Ukrainians. We can pray for Russian Christians because there's Christians on the other side of this as well, which is another good reason why they shouldn't even be fighting. <laughs> we, we, we can pray for Ukraine. God save Ukraine. God save Russia. But the thing is, like, let's mind our own freaking business and stay out of it. We have our own problems. Like, we have our own problems. Doesn't, does anybody agree? I know people agree. I know there's lots of people that want to stay out of this. So I'm not chalking down to my audience because my audience is probably, you know, keyed in on a lot of these same suspicious kinds of tweets and little flag things. And, you know, I mean, then there's this. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, my point is that evangelical leaders are starting to beat the drums of war. That's what they're trying to do. They're beating the drums of war right now. Whether that's cyber war, whether that's economic war, whether that's actual you know, kinetic wars and things like that, um, I'm against all of them. Mind our own business. We have our own problems. We have tons of them, by the way. We've got tyrants in our own backyards. We've got tyrants that currently exist at the White House. We've got our own problems. We need to focus on those problems. Russia's, listen, Russia's not my enemy, right? Russia's not my enemy. I've got, I've got brothers and sisters that are Russians. I've got brothers and sisters that are in Russian government, just like I've got brothers and sisters that are in Ukraine. And so when you see the images, uh, you know, and, and they're, very, they're like right out of wag the dog. Let me, let me just be honest about that. You see the images and you see the Ukrainian uh, Christians praying in this town center. I, I'm praying right there with you and all of that. I get it, right? But that doesn't mean I have to join that war. It doesn't mean that I have to join that war. It's just that simple. Uh, in any case, I guess that's probably enough trouble to get in for the week. Uh, <laughs> if you disagree with me, feel free to let me know in the comment section. I always appreciate that. If you think I'm an idiot, you can tell me that too uh, until your heart's content. And uh, yeah, I guess... I guess that's it. I hope. Oh, by the way, let me say this. A lot of people are talking about World War III right now. And uh, will this lead to World War III? I have no idea. I, I certainly do know that a lot of people would really like it to lead to World War III. I mean, CNN is just, is just salivating thinking about World War III. Um, but if that's true and you think it potentially could lead to that, let me suggest again Mind your own affairs. Do not be distracted by CNN or MSNBC or Fox News or Daily Wire or whatever it is. Focus on your own affairs because if that is true, there's a world of hurt in for everybody. Biden got on the, on the news. He was like, I'm going to impose sanctions on Russia. And it's like, well, what are those, aren't those sanctions going to hurt us? Like the price of oil is going to go through the roof. We're going to be at paying $10 a gallon for gas. And he's like, no, no, no. I, I Listen, I promise they won't hurt us. Oh, really? <laughs> so, so we're going to have World War III, and somehow that's not going to hurt us economically. You know, I don't, you know, you know maybe <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. 
And so I would prepare for that. And I would prepare in the ways that you need to prepare. I mean, you know, you got to think of your, your the first things that you need, right? You need food, you need water, you need shelter, you need security, um, and all of those things. I would focus on all of them. Now would be a good time, in my opinion, if you haven't purchased a firearm or you, you, you haven't made the, the jump to buy some ammunition because you're waiting for the price to go down, I probably wouldn't wait. Even if even if it's just inflation, which is a humongous problem, I wouldn't wait for the price to go down on these items. I would I would buy them. Now I wouldn't go to debt into debt to buy them because that's one of the things that you need to get into line your finances and stuff like that. Um, but I'd prepare, guys. I'd prepare, and and those are the things I would focus on more so than reading the latest story on whether or not you know Russia controls Chernobyl or Ukraine controls Chernobyl. Like, does that actually matter in the grand scheme of things? think by the way i think they're focused so much on chernobyl because it's it, it elicits emotions it solicits um, elicits solicits emotions in your mind to hear about it like it's just a broken down power plant and but why are they focused i think it's all about just getting those feelings inside you man don't let people rob you of your sense don't let get don't let people rob you of your sense of morality don't let people rob you of your logic and uh, focusing on things that actually make a difference day to day in you and your family's lives. Focus on those things. I'm not saying be ignorant of the news. What I am saying is understand that you're being lied to all the time. This is no exception. So focus on the things that you know because you don't really know what's happening over there, but you do know what's right in front of your face. God bless you. God, God save us all. Have mercy on his people everywhere um and definitely especially right now in russia and the ukraine and all of that and taiwan and china and all of that so god bless you guys i hope you found it helpful and uh hey have a great weekend don't forget to tune in next week on thursday or friday on the on 80 <laughs> to 80 on the fight laugh feast network